Hello everybody and thank you for joining me. It is the end of Prohibition. Yes, it is finally legalized that uh, we can now smoke, ingest, um, create all kinds of different things with cannabis. And what does that mean to me? I'm going to get into the details of it as to what it means for medical, for uh, recreational, and also other products as well. So stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our little intro and our little, you know, intro music. Get us in the mood. You know, it's all about creating that ambiance for y'all. Anyway, so we are talking about the end of prohibition of cannabis. And it is October 17, 2018. Marks the day, not only marks the day of the end of prohibition here, it also marks the one year anniversary of. Uh, what is his name? From um, the hip? Gord Downey. Gord Downey's death. Okay, and not to disrespect him in any way, shape, or form, I'm not a hip fan, but I am a truly proud Canadian, so I'm 100% for um, support in everything that the hip has contributed to Canada. That being said, let's talk about cannabis. Now, a few years ago, uh, Canada had decriminalized uh, the possession charges of marijuana or uh, cannabis use. And here we are in 2018, and it is now legal to smoke, ingest, and purchase marijuana. I have the man here with me to discuss the uh, ramifications of this legalization and to go a little bit more in depth of why this is such an important time in history for us. So what do you think about um, the recent legalization? It's cool. Um, I like it. I mean, if you want to spark up somewhere, like say you're like, Jones in and you're walking around and like, God, I just want to spark up and maybe go to a movie or something. Like, that's kind of neat, but then there's the parts where I like, geez, I hope it stays at like $6 a gram or, uh, you know, I hope the people who are <coughs> mentally incapable who need the marijuana to help them get through their day you know I hope the government kind of maybe will give it to them for free or make it like four bucks a gram you know something where so you're more about for like money but like I'm talking about like overall like okay for example let's talk about the difference between medical and recreational so you're more for the recreational part clearly um so you're hoping that the products will stay at a reasonable price which is you know, a huge concern here in Canada because, you know, we don't want it to skyrocket. I mean, we were already at, for cigarettes, 
purchased cigarettes, it was like $13 for a pack of smokes. And um, I think alcohol also went up in price. So um, a lot of different things we got to consider. Now, um, from a medical point of view, um, for those of you who don't know, I do uh, suffer from uh, multiple sclerosis, which has the uh, a gem of a nugget of adding the rare course of rare case of one to two percent of MSers who have seizures, and they are pretty intense. So I do need um, to have some kind of stabilization of my brain. I have like high activity in my brain and. Um, it does, in, in a short translation, I have brain damage and um, I still can function, but over time it's going to deteriorate. Now, I have had several different problems happening with uh, the medications for seizures. And in the meantime, um, in finding the transition from different drugs, I have been using medical marijuana to help me with symptoms as far as pain, um, uh, maintaining the seizure activity, and as well as just, I don't know, just kind of staying normal. And the thing is, like, medical marijuana has been legal for a long time. You get a special license, blah, blah, blah. But the sad part was, is that uh, being diagnosed with such a serious disease and also being able to um, use my medicine, I wasn't able to use the medication in anywhere but my personal space. So I'd have to, you know, stand outside my home and um, do whatever I need to do to ingest my medication to stop me from pain or from seizing. Now, the fact that it's legal now is a huge thing for me, and I think it's a huge thing for other people who need this this flower to survive, just to be a little bit, have a little bit of normalcy in their lives. And it's such a huge thing because I no longer have the stigma, and I, you know, I mean, let's say no longer, um, there's still possibly going to be a stigma, and that's just reality of life. But at least this time, I know that I'll be able to. Um, confidently use my medication just like you know when you get a headache and they say hey I'm gonna just pop myself a Tylenol it's nice to be able to be able to whip out my vape pen and be able to ingest the meds I need that would stop me from having tremendous migraine headaches or seizures etc and um, the man here has been a part of uh, my life for 20 years and um, so he's seen me through good, bad, the ugly, all this kind of stuff. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the medical marijuana um, effects versus the pharmaceutical drugs that has been given to me over the years? I like the way the marijuana has kept you relaxed, non-irritable, pain-free, comfortable clear thinking, uh, gives you an appetite, um, takes away your seizures like within like under a minute, um, just more general, lets you function daily, whereas the pharmaceuticals will alleviate some symptoms but give you like irritability, aggression, 
sickness, tightness of the stomach, cramps. Like I found that I was a lot more, uh, I had a lot more confused, confusing Confusion, states. Yeah. 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 Um, Hyperactive. And, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like things where you would like you know, hot cold sweats. Mm-hmm. Uh, heart palpitations. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Right. Like the skin, the chemical burns. Yeah, like I mean, Jesus. And I honestly feel that during all my chemical burns and going through all the drugs that I did have, uh, I do also feel that if I wasn't ingesting the CBD oil at the time, I probably would not be alive today. Um, just because I, for some reason, I feel that that has saved me. And it probably did in real reality. I just don't know how it saved me, but I just feel that it did. Um, now, there is going to be this huge thing going around about the dispensaries right now, currently. And this is like kind of in general, we'll just go through. Uh, in my province, you are allowed to purchase directly from the Ontario uh, Marijuana cl- Clinic or Dispensary, I think it's called, but it is online. So you'd have to fill out an application or fill out your name and then they'll deliver it right to your door. Um, and then there's like, you know, there's also other dispensaries around the town that, um, that are for like, you know, cancer patients or patients like myself that are available as well. That being said, there are some dispensaries now that are in, you know, a little bit of hot water. They're in a little bit of a gray area as we'll call it because right now there's some quote-unquote illegal um, dispensaries going around but this is how they operate and this is what they need to survive so I wonder or what do you think would happen with them like what do you think they're gonna get shut down or what do you think Mm, like like you said, maybe if they have a lot of medical patients on their list, that might help out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, yeah, the cops will want to shut them down. They want their tax money. Yeah. Like, even though it's like, uh, in their case, they have like a big roster of people that are all medical. So I think they have a chance. Hopefully, they'll get a slap on the wrist and maybe a fine. But um, it looks like they could be shut down. I think uh, so. Yeah, there's a couple of them downtown as well that have opened up, but they're not medical. They're just regular dispensaries. So those are for sure going to be shut down, <laughs> I'd imagine. Sure. But um, aside from the whole ingesting and getting the high and the medical attention, there's, I feel, there's so much more um, to the cannabis plant that we are actually giving credit for. So, um, I'm going to get back to that in uh, just a few moments. So, uh, grab a drink and we'll continue our discussion. Good evening, y'all. It is 11.01 p.m. 
on a Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yeah, it's been Wednesday all day. And it is October 8, no, October 17, 2018, the end of Prohibition here in Canada. And we are celebrating here with the men and all of you. So thank you for uh, listening to my, um, you know, my thoughts and queries and discussions with people that have to listen to me. I don't know, do you, do you like listening to me? I listen to you. You're <laughs> All right, so we are talking about the end of prohibition as we know it with cannabis. And I am so, so, so excited about it. Um, because now we have opened up an entire different industry, not just for the recreational and the medical smokers, but we are also talking about everything that cotton is incorporated in, uh, hemp and cannabis products can be as well. This, we're talking, like guys, I don't think we all have a full grasp on the huge change this does. It not only, it, this is bringing more jobs, a whole new industry, um, all the things in our current products right now that are preserved with chemicals, like man-made chemicals, I bet any money, for some way, some shape, somehow, if we add hemp oil to these products as a preservative instead of palm oil and all this other crap that they put in our shit and our shampoos and our soaps and stuff, maybe, just maybe, we will um, see a huge rise in health for us. Now, I'm not just talking like, I think a lot of people don't understand that it's not just about eating all this great food and all these this great, great quality oils, um, cannabis, and all this kind of stuff. It's not just about that. It's also about what we're putting on our skin, what what we're subjecting our ourselves to, our yeah, our bodies to. Um, and I'm talking like our skin. Our skin is the biggest organ on our entire body, and I think we really don't pay attention to uh, what gets absorbed through the skin. And um, so I'm talking lotions, there's soaps, shampoos, uh, creams, Um, there's already anti-aging creams, high-end creams uh, filled with hemp oils. Um, Right now, I think we went to, we went to Winners and um, they, uh, there was some hemp, um, hemp oils for your hair, hemp oils for your uh, your nails, your cuticles, uh, hemp oil for your face, hemp lotion for your face. Um, I just think that this is just a huge thing. Clothing can be made with this. Uh, I went into a, a store and they had um, a couple shirts uh, made purely of hemp. And it was softer. Like I was anticipating that it would be like coarser than cotton. And it w- I felt it, I found it to be softer than actual cotton so I don't know like I'm really really super excited and I'd love to hear your thoughts and your um, your opinions on this matter but I really feel like we are embarking on a huge and a wonderful new thing like guys it can't get any worse than it is these days all this technology and stuff like that we got to go kind of back to basics and like you know in survival like what happens if all this communication stuff and skynet shuts down and wi-fi is no longer like what happens then are we going to be able to clothe ourselves are we going to be able to um feed ourselves without you know amazon without you know uh, 
you know, Domino's delivery without Just Eat delivery, Uber Eats deliveries? Like, are we going to be able to function as a society? And I feel like this hemp is just, hemp and cannabis is just, I think it's just, we're dawning on in a huge new world. And I'm, I, I, I don't know, like, I, I feel like I, I want to, like, um, I'm like a lot of words. I'm like so excited. I don't know. I feel like it's Christmas. I feel like we're embarking on something that we like. It's like jumping into something that's so amazing, and we don't even know how amazing it's gonna get. Like I feel like whatever we're describing in my head, whatever or your heads or whatever you're thinking in inside of what the um, opportunities that can be made with cannabis. I don't know, man. Like I think it's just endless. Like. If, if the internet shut down, I'm going fishing, mofos. That's how I'm surviving. I'm Isn't going, that like deliverance, though? I'm going though? fishing, and I'm going to hunt, and I'm going to go live off fresh water and cat, and uh, escargot and uh, some, like, fresh birds. <coughs> ducks. Ducks. <coughs> go hunting ducks. Turkeys. Wild turkeys. Mm-hmm. Um... What else can you eat? Oh, bullfrogs? You need some damn bullfrogs. No, thanks. I'll survive. <coughs> I'll survive. It doesn't mean I, I'm not going to eat no bullfrogs. City people got to eat, like, dogs. And what? Squirrels. Squirrels. <laughs> we have a lot of animals in Canada. Yeah, man. We have an overrun population of wild turkeys, so I don't think we're going to starve. We have so many animals in Canada, they're all fat. Oh, speaking of animals, did you know, I saw this um, on the internet as well, that they're actually um, using some of the hemp um, as feed for animals. Oh, for the pigs, yeah. For pigs. Um, I believe even for chickens, could be for cows, all that stuff. Could you imagine, like, just throw a little bit of that? Yeah. And their meat was better. Yeah, the meat's tender. Because they have the same cannabinoids that we do. Yeah. So if they feel better, then their overall health is better. They're happy. It's happy meat. Happy meat. Happy meat. Feed your cows cannabis, and then you'll have happy meat. But I'm also thinking, like, okay, because it is a weed, you won't really, like, in order to grow feed for your animals, you won't really need to tend to it as much. Yeah, it comes from the ground. And yeah, like, it's very, it can reproduce yeah. so easily. Probably get those, like, pigs running around in, like, a bigger area, and then eating the cannabis. Well, I told you my plan, right? Like... Here's my plan, guys. Like, eventually down the road, I'd like to have my own homestead. And what a homestead is, is, like, self-sufficient farming. Like, I'm not talking, like, you know, uh, commercial farming or anything like that. I'm talking, like, uh, raising animals from scratch um, and maintaining them for eggs, for meat. Um, I want to get alpacas, you know, because you need that for wool and for to make fabric. <clears throat> um, have my uh, cannabis farm so I can supply my own medication and my own, you know, my own clothing or <coughs> what have you. <coughs> oh, I didn't even think of a paper. Paper oh. too. You can make paper with hemp. I bet. Papier. Papier. <laughs> right? Like honestly, there you go. Save the trees. 
Yeah. It could be made out of hemp. Oh my gosh. Like all these ideas. I'd love to hear your ideas, guys. Yeah. So make sure you leave a comment below um, if this is on my Twitter, if you're listening to us through Twitter. Or make sure you leave a voice comment here and then we'll add it to our uh, segment here and uh, listen back and enjoy it as it lives on forever and ever. But uh, yeah, I am just so happy about this day and uh, all the different ideas that we could we could sit here forever and come up with all the ideas. Like you could probably even make a boat out of it, out of hemp, couldn't you? Probably, yeah. The fiber on hemp is like one of the strongest fibers in the world. Right? So even, that means like a even like potato sacks. So that hemp. right, so that would be like uh, surfboards. Sure. Surfboards, right? Cars, airplanes, maybe. Oh, who knows? I know for sure a potato sack that's strong enough to hold pounds and pounds of potatoes. That's pretty strong. Right. It's just a damn government, man. We could have been way so far ahead of the game. Well, I mean, but they had to bring alcohol and tobacco into it to. Well, it's not only that too. I feel, yeah, I feel like in the '80s that's when it really changed. Cocaine was huge in the '80s, and I feel like you know they had to shut down something that could actually heal somebody. In order, you know, they had to create sickness in order to create a medication. I strongly believe this. This is how the government works, and I think this is just how society has worked overall. And I think that we've swung so far in the pendulum to the bad side. There's nowhere to go but back to, you know, something that actually helps us. Like, maybe this is, instead of the time of creating diseases, is the time of healing. And maybe, just maybe, the government would be investing in the healing products instead of diseasing products. Yeah. That's my hope. I have hope. I mean, listen... If if today happened, then there is hope. Well, right? It's eleven eleven. I gotta make a wish. Go ahead. Yeah. I hope all you made a little wish on eleven eleven, and uh, we're bringing in or we're ending off the last forty five minutes of. The greatest day in the history of Canada, not only for medical and recreational use, but also for what lies ahead. The industry and what lies ahead is just something I don't think any of us can even describe and can fathom. So I really hope that this goes back to the way it was back in the day where it's just not a big deal. I hope one day that... When you pull up to get food at a, a drive drive-in or or drive-through, <laughs> and they will give you salt and pepper in your bag, or sweet and sour sauce and barbecue sauce, and oh, can you throw in a little bit of that strain, that OG Kush strain in there too? That perp. You know, a little bit of perp. You know that I want it to be that day, or instead of like just Parmesan cheese, could you? Sprinkle this. I mean, we didn't even talk about food yet, guys. Like, it's just, it's unstoppable. Like, things are, food is going to be tasting different. You can already make make uh, butter with cannabis. You can already make food with cannabis. Like, can you imagine the amazing food 
how amazing the food's going to taste, how much better it is going to be for us. Like, I don't think we've even touched the surface. So I am so excited about what's going to happen, eh? Like... It'd be like, you'll be at work, you'd be like, I have a headache. Does anybody have any CBD drops? <laughs> right? Like, that would be in the most amazing thing. No to. longer would the side effects yeah. be, like, the main reason. To, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for the amount of side effects with the, all these drugs that come out in the, in, at night that I see, right? Yeah. These advertisements go on and on. Okay, if you don't want um, itchy skin, you don't want psoriasis, you don't want... Um, we want less diabetes. You have about a hundred different side effects if you take this drug, but you know the side effects of the big one will be reduced. Like it just makes no sense. We're going, we were going backwards. We were not creating anything. We were causing more things, and it just it had to be done. You know, it had to be done. We had to uh, put an end to it. But uh, on that note, it'll be the end of this podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I still look forward to hearing your comments and queries um, about uh, the end of prohibition here in Canada. I'm sure it will be another discussed topic in the future. I'm just so excited to share this with you. And um, I hope you enjoyed our little segment. Enjoy the rest of the day and uh, keep the faith and much love, guys. Peace. Peace.